Welcome to the Straight to the Point podcast, where your hosts, Dr. Paul Lawrence and Dr. Tyler Piron, will take a condensed look into some of the pressing, commonly asked questions from within our veteran community. Join Paul and Tyler as they get straight to the point to bring clarity and a better understanding to intriguing topics. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Paul Lawrence and Dr. Tyler Piron. Welcome back to Coming Home Well. I'm your host, Tyler Piron. And as always, on Straight to the Point, we have Dr. Paul Lawrence, former Undersecretary for Benefits at the Veterans Affairs. I always say uh, Veterans Benefits, but in Veterans, uh, all the other name changes, it is Veterans Affairs. And Paul, we are here to talk about VRE, independent living. That's a mouthful. So let's start at the top. What is VRE? Sure. VRE is, well, it's great to be with you again, Tyler. VRE is Veterans Readiness and Employment. And it used to be called Vocational Rehabilitation and Employment. Name was changed in 2020 to better reflect what really is going on in terms of the benefit for veterans. I think the key thing to remember is that E is employment. It's not education. Education can be part of the benefit, but it's about employment. And the way this works is if you are service-connected at 10% or more, you're eligible for this benefit. But the key thing to really uh, understand is it's the interaction between the veteran and the counselor, the veterans uh, ready, the vocational readiness counselor, right? And um, they do a determination of what you are entitled to, okay? So it isn't just, hey, I want this. Someone will actually work with you and figure out what's most appropriate and what will help you the most. And they talk about tracks, which are different levels of the benefit, okay? Most of the tracks are around employment. There's the reemployment track, right? Hey, I went off the National Guard. I came back and I need more skills to really keep my job or get a job, right? Uh, rapid, access to, rapid access to employment. I'm having problems. I need some help. Quick, fast, no hurry. Self-employment is pretty obvious. Employment through long-term service track. Uh, I need retooling. I've lost my job. The whole industry has gone away. And like, so you can see those are very much training programs where education can be part of it. But again, it's about employment. And the last one of the course is the um, independent living track. And so we're going to talk about the independent living because there's a lot of misnomers, a lot of misunderstanding about VRNE as a to- as a whole, but especially about the independent living. I, I see it on Facebook. I see it on all these discussions. People don't really know what it's about, how to use it, and how do they come up with a plan to present it to the counselor? Or do you just show up and say, hey, I need some help? Yeah. Well, let's answer the second part first, right? You fill out a form, 28-1900, and it's pretty vague. It says, I would like to apply for this benefit. And then you have an interaction with the counselor where you do that, do the, do the description you're talking about. You engage, you determine. The counselor will ask you questions. They may have you do some testing. People might come to your home to look and see what the situation is and the like. So there really is an interactive portion of time that people sort of, you know, figure out what the most benefit is. And in terms of the Facebook group, I wouldn't be surprising if this is where they have most of the conversation, because of course it is an interaction and people do make decisions based on information. And unfortunately, they're not always consistent across counselors. But I really do think it's designed to be, from my experience when I was there back in the day, people were really well-intentioned in trying to help. Maybe some of the problem could be veterans had unreasonable expectations of what this really meant, and so there was some disconnect. But how it works is 
people try to figure out, well, what do you need? Again, think about the employment. Yes, you need independent living to help you with employment. Okay. So the classic example is um, I uh, went off to serve and now I have hearing issues. Okay. I cannot hear the telephone ring. It makes me very hard for me to do my, you know, me to interview, me to do whatever, stuff like that. Okay. So this is not specially adapted housing where they knock down walls and do things. This is the introduction of uh, techniques, approaches, tools, for example, to let you know that the phone is ringing, right? So that's a simple example of lights flash, right? Mm -hmm. So you can imagine things like that, right? Or gee, my situation is such that I get very stressed when I'm in crowds. How can I ride the bus to get to work if that's what you were doing? So there's situations like that where the council will figure out what is the best that can be done for the veteran to get them ready for employment possibilities. So a lot of times we've talked about this as well, about you know the housekeeper or the house assistant. That's not what we're talking here. We're talking about how you can be independent so that you can get back in the employment field, whether it's at a factory and an office, it doesn't matter. It's up to what your aptitudes and skills and capabilities are. But then independent living. So that, that seems to be a misnomer or a confusing statement. Yeah. Well, think about it in terms of a couple things, right? Mobility. How do you actually travel through the community to do stuff? And if you are affected by your disability or injury, what are the options? Well, ideally, the counselor would say, here's how, here's some options for you to do that. So you can be mobile and you can interact in the community, right? Communication. Obviously, if you can't hear the phone, you have to figure something like that. Or if your sight is affected, you can't see things. How do you deal with email, for example? Okay. Well, there are ways now and there are tools and approaches that they would know or others would know to train you, right? Um, Self-direction. So, gee, how do I organize myself every morning? I'm going to make an extreme example here, Tyler, or just to kind of make the point. But if you've had TBI, now some of these things, traumatic brain injury, some of these things are just not the way that you were before, right? So there's approaches and things like that can make people independent. And then, you know, interpersonal skills, if you getting mad all the time or whatever, and your relationships are difficult, there's things they can do there. And then just the ability to perform productive activity. I've got to sit and do work. How do I do that? So those are some examples. Everything is more complicated, of course, in real life. Yes, but, of course. That's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of, but, but to tie to your point though, right? Ideally, the very best counselors, right? The, 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 the counselors would figure out, yes, there's some things that can be provided like what we're talking about, but there's also some benefits from the Veterans Health Administration, right? A housekeeper and the like. There's also some other benefits from VBA. Maybe you do need your house specially adapted and the like. So it's really designed to add and then ensure that other services complement the veteran so he or she can be independent and again, you know, have employment possibilities. You know, this almost sounds like a super social worker, uh, making sure that you're you're able to go back and live and be productive with sort of getting all the other parts and pieces in place. Yeah, well, is don't that forget, sort of right? Well, sort of. Don't forget counselors, counselors, you know, VRCs, uh, Veterans Rights Counselors, often have master's degrees in social work. That's part of the job description. Like, But it's also okay, a combination so that makes sense. of that. And then they enlist other people. So this is often done by contract. They have occupational therapists come into the home and look around and say, here's 
here's what you need, right? And so they try to bring all the resources together. But absolutely, I mean, it, it touches on what their expertise in is. I was not aware of that. It was just based on what you were telling me. I didn't realize it was a, a social work background. So especially after the pandemic, especially in the federal government, a lot of private organizations are now doing work from home. Uh, that's opening avenues for a lot of people that would not otherwise be able to go to work. How does independent living with VRNE uh, work with that? Sure. So say you're a veteran, you're injured, say I'm stuck at home. You know, let's be very simple. I have all my skills. I can do whatever. I just need a computer. That's a relationship between the counselor and the veteran as to whether that's appropriate to purchase for them or not. Perhaps it's more complicated than that. I have sight and hearing problems. I need special things for my computer. I need special situations. I need special arrangements and the like. And perhaps it's a, a function of my uh, mobility. I need special equipment in my home office and the like, right? But again, it's really focused on what is the veteran need um, to become employed. So one would think, you know, a thoughtful and clear conversation would end up in the right place. So this is very much a individualized, personalized uh, opportunity to get all the parts and pieces to allow you to work, uh, depending on, on what's wrong with you, what's impairing your ability to get a job and keep a job. Right. And I think what, what can potentially be frustrating is there's very little written about this in the same sense, right? Use the GI Bill. You got to be enrolled this period of time. You got to do this. There's a lot of very finite rules. This, this re, um, depends a lot upon the relationship between the veteran and the counselor, okay? And to the extent that that you know, communication is incredibly effective, hopefully it works out well. To the extent it doesn't, you can imagine the problems. And don't forget, as you've covered in so many of other your episodes, all decisions made by VA can be appealed. So if you say, hey, and the example we just made, I really should have got a computer so I could work from home and work in the way you're describing, and I didn't, you can go into the appeals process and get that resolved pretty quickly under certain different, different approaches. So we've been talking, this is straight to the point, so I'm not going to belabor it. What is the most important thing somebody should know if they're thinking about applying uh, for the independent living with VRNE? Um, I would say, think about the E part. This is supposed to help you be employed. I would think that the most powerful explanation of what you need would be demonstrating how it helps you be employed. And that's just not, I sit in my office, I sit in my, in my space and work on my computer. It's also, well, just what we talked about, mobility, communication, interaction, self-organization, and the like, right? And again, you know, the easiest way to think about this, unfortunately, is TBI, right? Hey, do I, do I remember that I turned the stove off? That's not a silly example. That's actually something you, well, there are devices that will enable you to figure that one out and help you. So that's a way to think about it. But again, it's supposed to be getting veterans employed because we think that the connectivity, the connection, the, you know, the intellectual stimulation and like really is a good thing. And that's what this is all about. This is Straight to the Point. I'm your host, Tyler Piron, and this is uh, joining me today, as always, on Straight to the Point, Dr. Paul Lawrence, former Undersecretary for Benefits at the Veterans Affairs. Paul, thank you so much for joining us and talking about VRNE independent living. And don't forget, as you as you told folks before, get help by contacting the VA directly, the website, the phone numbers, like also service officers at your state, Department of Veterans Affairs, and the traditional veteran service organizations and the like. So, you know, this is this is not uncomplicated, and there are folks who help you at no cost.
As always, Paul, thank you so much for joining us and sharing this insight. There's so many programs. It's so difficult to figure out which one is the right one sometimes, especially if you're uh, having challenge, getting a job, doing all these things. Thanks again for joining us on Straight to the Point. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks for joining us on Straight to the Point with Dr. Paul Lawrence and Dr. Tyler Piron. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. Want to keep up with Dr. Lawrence? Connect with him on LinkedIn. You can also follow us on Instagram at ComingHomeWell underscore BTS or on Twitter at ComingHomeWell. Thanks again. And until all our home and all our well, this is Coming Home Well.